From Trinity Episcopal Cathedral, this is Stations of the Cross, an audio Lenten pilgrimage. The third station will be led by the Reverend Bingham Powell, Rector at St. Mary's Episcopal in Eugene. Station 3, Jesus Falls the First Time. Our faith teaches us that Jesus is both fully human and fully divine. It is not that parts of him are human and parts of him are divine. It is not that he is half human and half divine, but rather that he is fully both. Many of the early heresies in the church were people trying to wiggle out of this idea, either claiming that he wasn't one or the other. Maybe he wasn't really a human. He just appeared like one? Or maybe he wasn't really divine? He was just a particularly special example of humanity? But ultimately it was decided that scripture does indeed teach us that the fullness of divinity and the fullness of humanity met and dwelt in Jesus of Nazareth. This theological truth is what we celebrated at Christmas. In that manger in Bethlehem lay the fullness of God in a fragile human baby. And yet, sometimes reading the rest of the gospel stories, I kind of understand why people struggled with this idea. Christ's hopeful humanity does not always seem so obvious. In John's gospel, it often feels like Jesus is floating a few inches off the ground. And in all the gospels, there is something not quite human about him. For one, everything he does seems to succeed. How human is that? But it is more than that. He fasts for superhuman lengths of time. He heals people and even raises them from the dead. He walks on water and feeds the masses. Every one of his opponents who tries to trip him up gets confounded. He spouts wisdom that puts everyone to shame. Even as a child, 12 years old, impressing all of the elders in the temple. John the Baptist seems to ask the question all of us are wondering, Why do you need to be baptized, Jesus? Why do you, Jesus, need to be cleansed? You who are so remarkable, so impressive, so perfect. You do not seem to be very human. And yet he is fully human. And Jesus' humanity comes so clearly into focus here at the third station when he falls for the first time. What does that mean, the first time? Looking forward, we know that it is the first of three falls. He will fall again in the seventh and ninth stations. But what if we look backwards? 
Could we understand this as the first fall in his ministry? The seemingly superhuman is also human after all as he stumbles in his task. Up to this point in the story, even in the story of his crucifixion, he comes across as exceptional, heroic, godlike, as he intensely prays in the garden. As he is captured and he piously tells his followers not to fight and he miraculously heals the wound of one of his captors. Even as he stands before Pilate in a quiet confidence. As he faces a manifestation of the powers and principalities of this world, he does not buckle. He seems perfect beyond human. Up until this point, here he slips, he stumbles, he falls for the first time. This seems like the most human act imaginable. He falls. And in Jesus' fall, we can see ourselves, our own fallings, our own failings. Individually and collectively, we have fallen short of God's vision for us to walk in the way of love. The season of Lent is a time of self-examination and repentance. On Ash Wednesday, we so powerfully started that process as we prayed the litany of penitence, looking in depth at many of the ways that we have fallen short. Falling is not just a metaphor for sin, though, but also a simple acknowledgement of our limitations and frailties as humans. Not something to overcome, but something to acknowledge and accept. Jesus' strength gives out. That strength that seemed to have been carrying him since the desert buckles under the weight of the cross. This pandemic has tested our strength. Those moments of buckling under the weight of it are not weakness, but humanness. Be tender with yourself. You are human. I am human. We are only so strong. And Jesus is human. And so he falls cross brings him down. In Jesus' fall, we know that we have a God who understands, who is in solidarity with all those who have stumbled, with all the ways that we've been strained by the stresses of life. 
We have a God who is in solidarity with all those who have buckled under the powers and principalities of this world. We have a God who taught us that we would find him in the hungry and thirsty, in the naked and in the stranger, in the injured and in the imprisoned. We have a God who said that he was the least of these. Jesus' first fall reveals the truth of the Incarnation. A reading from Paul's letter to the Philippians. Jesus Christ, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, and was born in human likeness. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God. Here ends the reading. Were you In their book Made for Goodness, Desmond and Mpo Tutu, and each chapter with a poem that comes out of their deep prayer life, these poems reflect what they have heard God saying to them. Each poem begins, Turn with us into the stillness and listen to God speak with the voice of the heart. Here is the poem at the end of chapter 5. Turn with us into the stillness and listen to God speak with the voice of the heart. I hear your call as you are falling. You stumble over your own wrongdoing and topple into the bottomless pit of guilt and shame. But there is no abyss. It is an illusion. There is no depth to which you can fall that is beyond my reach. I have lived with you from the ages of the ages. The dream of you has delighted me. The fact of you pleases me. There's a choice in every moment. In every moment, there's a chance to flourish and not to fail. Every instant is rich with possibility. 
I have not carved out the path that you must follow. We formed the way together, you and I. I have destined you for good, and a field of goodness lies before you. Listen to me. And though the way may not be easy, every step and stone will lead to joy. Turn aside to heed the voice of the tempter, and faltering will mark your journey. I trust you, my child. Even when you have fallen, the road does not end. You can rise up from the ground and turn around. You can repent and head for your home in me. Seek me out. You will find me. I have been here from eternity. Until eternity, this is where I will be. I am waiting, and you will find me. Let us pray. O God, you know us to be set in the midst of so many and great dangers, that by reason of the frailty of our nature we cannot always stand upright. Grant us such strength and protection as may support us in all dangers, and carry us through all temptations, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Stations of the Cross is a production of Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in collaboration with priests from across the Episcopal Diocese of Oregon and is made possible in part through donations by listeners like you. To learn more, visit trinity-episcopal.org give and stay in touch with us on social media at trinitycathpdx.org.